welcome to another episode of the Gateway Leadership Podcast, where we exist to help you lead in every area of life. My name is David Canastracy, and once again, we have a very special guest with us in the studio, the most patient, the nicest, the kindest person that I have ever met, and I mean that with all my heart. She's here with us today, Kathy Canastracy, my wife. Welcome, Kathy. Thank you for joining us on the Gateway Leadership Podcast. We we uh, we were together last month on the Gateway Leadership Podcast. We talked about parenting. Thanks for rejoining. It's great to be here. I'm glad that I could be a part of what God's doing today, and I know that we're going to bless people. Well, that sounds good. We talked about, last time we talked about parenting in a pandemic. What a cool conversation that was. Super helpful. And you did so good. I'm glad you're back today. I wanted to talk with you about what your dreams may be telling you. That's the theme today. What your dreams may be telling you. Because uh, dreams are a, are a pretty big deal in the life of a believer. And if you're not if you're not experiencing prophetic dreams and God's communication with you and his guidance through dreams, boy, you're going to love this conversation. Before we get into that conversation, I just want to remind people uh, that Kathy has uh, written a book. Tell us about your book, Kathy. Tell us what it's called and how people can get it. The book is called Unexpected Seasons, and we have been through an unexpected season, haven't we? Yeah. This book was first about helping women to come through all of their seasons, mm -hmm. winter, spring, summer, and fall. We were actually on vacation, and we were talking about all the seasons that we've been through as a couple, yeah. and you said, you should write a book that's called, right. for women, called Seasons. Mm. And I thought, well, that's easy for you to say. You've written a lot of books. <laughs> I haven't written a book one, yeah. but anyway, I felt inspired to do it, so I did it because I know that this is going to help women. And it's about believing the promises of God yeah. through every season that we go through and knowing that he wants to make us successful through every season. Of course, you had no idea that we were that planet Earth was about to go into an unexpected season. I mean, literally, what was it a Monday? Everything was normal and whatever it was, a Tuesday, like the next day, all hell is breaking loose. We're shutting down the country. Country after country is shutting down, shutting down the airports, shutting down vacations, shutting down businesses, shut, you know, sheltering it. This was an unexpected season. Like you can't believe it. And it feels like a winter, you know, to be honest, it feels like, even though as we make this podcast, it's, uh, it's the middle of summer, but like spiritually, emotionally for a lot of people, this pandemic time is like a, a winter. So I think your message is right on time. And uh, how do, if people wanted to get that book, Unexpected Seasons, how would they do that? They can go to Amazon.com. Yeah, just plug in uh, Kathy Canastracy into Amazon.com, Kathy Canastracy book, and you'll get Unexpected Season. I think you can get a hard copy or even a, uh, can they get it on the Kindle version? They can. It's like three bucks or something like right. that. Uh Great way to get a book. All right, so let's let's get into this conversation, um, what your dreams may be telling you. You and I have been doing life together 
Um, when we met, I was 14, you were 16, and that was, I don't know. How 300 many, years ago? 300 years ago, approximately. <laughs> and we've been through every season during that time, doing the whole leadership thing, local church leadership, missionary leadership, you know, building a family, raising kids, buying our first home, um, you know, all the things that uh, that everybody does. And through all those experiences, we have had certain moments where dreams, I'm talking about literally you go to sleep and you have a dream. I don't mean like a dream, like a goal. Uh, that's important in leadership. We can talk about goals another time. But I'm actually, I'm talking about like going to sleep and seeing a dream that you just can't shake and you just can't get rid of. And it's like, is this from God? And is this... But for us, we've had that experience. I mean, so many times dreams have been God's method of guiding us at really important times. Some dreams I remember. I remember I had, we had a dream about uh, buying a house. We were ready to buy a house. We were looking like anybody else trying, oh, God, help us get this right, you know. And we had this, was it you or was it me? I had a dream. You had the dream. Right. It uh, part of the dream, I can't tell the whole dream because of time, but part of the dream was that I was swimming in a kind of a mucky pool and a friend of mine was over across the way dreaming, uh, swimming in a crystal clear right, pool. Right. And she said, why are you swimming in that mucky pool? Come over here in the mm -hmm. crystal clear pool. And that just spoke to us. Of course, there was more to the dream. But that spoke to us that we weren't supposed to settle for something. Because we were trying, we were trying to look for a home, and we were thinking, you know, maybe we should just go easy. We should just go, you know, in the range of homes. We'll we'll find some kind of home that's just okay. But that dream, like, lifted our faith to believe for. Some and then when we found the house, it wasn't like a crazy expensive house, but it was just a really nicer, probably than what we thought we deserved right exactly what we thought we deserved exactly i think we were dealing with all kinds of stuff during that time and one of the things was you know we don't deserve much but we had faith for this we found this house we had faith for it and it wasn't expensive i mean i would love to pay that much for a house right now let me tell you but we were in that home for 16 years we we raised our kids you know in that home and it was, it was the clear water. What I'm saying is that we've had these moments, you know, in our marriage um, and in our ministry time also where God gave a prophetic dream, sometimes to you, sometimes to me, and it really changed things. Even like, um, you know, as a leader, we were, we were contemplating, should we outfit a whole section of our building for children's ministry? We didn't have the money. We, it was very lean time. And it just felt like God was saying, invest money into children's ministry. And we had we didn't have a clue. We were scared to death. And uh, we have this amazing children's center now that is the result of a dream. Can you remember the dream that came that kind of it was about being on the other, walking through a door on the other side of the building? And was it Sister C that in the dream that said to you, or, or did she have the dream? Well, I had a dream. Uh, she may have had a dream, but I had a dream that somebody was taking me through a building and they were showing me rooms in the house. Mm -hmm. And then they said, and then there's this room over here. And this is where we take all of the hurting children right. to comfort them. Right. So that kind of spoke to us. Big I think time. God wants us to invest 
right. by faith to build something for children. And that's kind of, that gave us the encouragement to do that. And guys, you can't imagine, you know, when you're scared, when you're just trying to do things right, you want to get it right. You need that confirmation. You need like you, nobody wants to make a mistake if you're going to spend $700,000 or whatever we spent on the Children's Center. I mean, nobody wants to make a mistake. You need those moments where you're saying, I don't know if this is the right way to go, but, and then a dream comes and it it's not one that, the sign of a real dream for me that um, that God is speaking through, because we all have crazy pizza dreams and dreams that probably don't mean anything. I'm not saying every dream means something, but it's those ones you just can't shake. It's like you just can't stop thinking about this dream. It's like an interruption of your of your uh, thinking that's like significant, and that's where you start to lean in and say, "I think God is." Speaking of me, so we took that step, we outfitted the children's ministry, and we've been going, I think, the last uh, 13, 14, 15 years with amazing children's ministry. We have the Duck Pond, we have Children's Church on Sunday, all of that because of the confirmation um, of a dream. And I can remember back in 2008 where I had a significant shift in my ministry priorities. I, I was doing a lot of international missions uh, flying around, training leaders, pastoring the church at the same time. And then I had this dream. I won't share it in the, in the, it would take too long in the podcast, but I had a very significant dream in which the Lord completely reoriented me in terms of how I was spending my time and my energy in ministry. And little did I know the church would start growing. And had I kept doing all that international leadership stuff that I was doing, I think I would have, I don't think I, we would have survived as a church or whatever. My point is that dreams are the language of the Holy Spirit. They can be God's way of sending us a message, and they're really important to a leader's life. Now, Kathy, you've done a lot of study, much more than I have, on the subject of dreams. You're kind of a black belt in this area. Don't be, don't, you know, don't be embarrassed, but I'm literally, Kathy... She's got this topic down, and I just want, I want to ask you a few questions um, about dreams. Where, where do dreams come from, and, and uh, how, how do dreams bring a message to us? Well, like you said before, some say that we shouldn't pay attention to dreams. Some say they come from eating too much pizza. The dream questions that we have can be answered by looking to the word of God. Mm -hmm. In Acts 2.17, it says that in the last days, do you think we're in the last days? For sure, for sure. That God is going to pour out his spirit on all flesh. That means me and you and everybody, on your sons and your daughters. Right. And when that happens, things are going to happen like people are going to prophesy, people are going to see visions, and it says your old men or your mature men are going to dream dreams. Wow. So that's where God speaks to us is in our dreams. And this is a way, uh, you know, the the prophet Joel is being quoted there in Acts chapter 2. And, it's, and it says, I'm going to pour out my spirit on all flesh. And these guys are going to have dreams and these guys are going to have prophecies. But this is all language, meaning all flesh, everybody is going to have all these different experiences. So dreams aren't just for old men. Dreams are for uh, dreams are for everybody. Why would God? Why does God give us dreams? Well, because He wants to encourage His people. He wants to direct us and help us in our relationship with Him. 
He wants to equip us. He wants us to walk in the truth. And he also wants us to do good things for other people. He also, in the Bible, through dreams, he warned people mm. to change their direction, and he warned them to change their lives. So it's guidance. And right. God will guide you, literally, decisions. and Right. Dreams are a gift from God. It's the way that he wants to talk to us. He gives us wisdom through dreams. He gives us knowledge that we, things that we need to know about mm. our future. That's how he speaks to us. Okay, well, somebody might be listening and they say, well, this sounds a little weird. It sounds a little new agey. It sounds a little foofy. I don't know, kind of, uh, but but our dreams apart, I mean, do we see people in the Bible, like the patriarchs and the disciples, and do we see people in the Bible having dreams? Like, if so, who are some of the people? Well, all throughout the Old Testament and all throughout the New Testament, that's, a big way that God directed people. Mm. So I'll just tell you about a few. There's a ton of them. But he spoke to Pilate's wife in Matthew 27, 19. Mm -hmm. She had a dream and she told Pilate, her husband, she said, don't have anything to do with Jesus because he's a just man. She mm. said, I suffered many things in a dream that I had about him. He told Pharaoh in Genesis, uh, he said, no, yeah, about um, Pharaoh in Genesis in 41. This is a weird dream. He dreamed about seven cows that ate seven other cows, <laughs> seven ears of corn that ate seven other ears of corn. Mm -hmm. And uh, this actually promoted, remember Joseph, right. in the process and keep, kept them he from He was the starving. interpreter of the dream. Right. So that's, right. that's interesting. Like you could have a dream and sometimes not even know what does this even mean? So it's a whole kind of science about interpreting dreams. But right. one thing we know is God speaks through dreams and it's it's in the Bible. I was thinking as you were saying, you probably you probably have others, but Abraham had a dream. Right, right. Abraham I mean, That's uh, the father of our faith. This isn't weird. Right. Abimelech had a dream and God told him, You are a dead man if you mess around with this man's <laughs> wife. So I think I would listen to a dream like that. If God told me that you're going to die, <laughs> that'll if you get don't... your attention for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, somebody might be thinking, well, I don't know if I don't know if it's selfish for me to uh, to want to have a dream. Like maybe dreams are for other people, or I'm not worthy of having a dream, or I don't want to be, you know, super spiritual or or whatever. What are some reasons why we should? you know, want to receive and interpret dreams? Well, I, you know, God is good and he loves us. And I've taken a stab at interpreting dreams for people um, by getting knowledgeable about it. And it's fun. It's fun to help people mm -hmm. with dreams, mm -hmm. with their dreams. Some say that it's kind of like stringing a, a strand of pearls. Mm -hmm. You put all the pearls together and you see this beautiful picture. Mm -hmm. And um, it's it's fun to help people. It's fun to get inspired by, wow, God loves me so much. He wants to speak to me even in my dreams. Interesting. Now you have, uh, one of the first things we'll do every morning is whoever wakes up first, sometimes it's me. Right. It's usually you. <laughs> and then I'll get my coffee and I might be having quiet time or I might turn on the news or whatever I'm doing in the morning just to 
wake up and begin enjoying the day. And then you'll come out and I'll say, how'd you sleep last night? And then I would say probably at least one out of every four mornings, you'll tell me I had a dream last night. Maybe maybe it's once a week, but I know you dream like all the time. Now, I'm going to tell our audience that I almost never dream. Now, when I have a dream and I remember it, that's an event for me. That might be like once a year, twice (laughs) a year, something like that. This lady dreams like all night long, all through the night. And I don't think every dream you have means something. Sometimes you have scary dreams or dreams that upset you. But I would say most of the dreams that you have are communicating. It's like you have a lot of dreams and some of them are, some of them are wild, but, but one of the, some of the dreams are warnings. Like you've shared dreams with me and I listened to them for warning, but a lot of times it's encouragement like that one about buying the house or direction that we have, or even I think, you know, because Kathy's an intercessor, she's not just a leader. She's a woman of prayer. God will put thoughts in your mind about things to pray for. And uh, he'll do that through, um, through dreams. How, how often would you say that God is talking to you through a dream versus it's just a dream? It's not really, it's not really the Lord. Like, what is that for you? Well, some of the dream books that I've read say that God speaks all the time. I believe that. I mean, we don't put God in a box. God can say anything at any time mm-hmm. that he wants to. And we want him to speak. I mean, right. we're not but trying to I, hide from him. I do. I dream every night. And some of them, I don't, I don't remember the details, but when I remember vivid things about dreams, Mm -hmm. I write them down and I look them up in my dream book and I say, God, are you speaking to me? Mm -hmm. And of course I try to stay very humble about what it is. I, I walk very gingerly and very carefully. I don't play around with this because Mm. it's serious. It's serious to to be saying that you hear from God mm-hmm. in dreams. Because mm-hmm. I think some people may carry it too far and get kind of weird with it. Right. I, I'm a very practical person, and I like I like practicality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking about uh, Barbara Garlington. This was probably back in the 90s. Um, I, I don't know if that was the beginning of it for you, but uh, I, I, it was like a significant time. You know, Dr. Joseph Garlington, Bishop Garlington came. He used to come all the time uh, and minister to our church. And one time we went out, I don't know if you remember this, we went out to this Chinese restaurant and uh, he just kind of mentioned, you know, Barbara, maybe one of us had had a dream or something. And he said, you know, Barbara has a ministry of <laughs> interpreting dreams. Do you remember that? I do. Do, do, you, do you think something was imparted to you at that time or you got interested or how did you get into your awareness of dreams like i i don't remember it's just because we've always been taught about the prophetic in our church and those that verse in acts where it says your young men will see visions and old men will dream dreams Mm -hmm. and in the last days you will prophesy Mm -hmm. so we've been taught a lot about the prophetic so it's just an interest to me and i and i dream all the time and then other people that were interested in it we started to look for resources on it Mm -hmm. and it just became kind of like a, I don't know if you would call dream interpreting a side hobby, but 
Yeah. It's like a fun thing to do. It's a helpful thing. Look up symbols because Jesus said that he he used parables and he told the disciples that he was going to open up mysteries to them. Mm. And he opens up mysteries to his people. And what did Jesus do the whole time he was teaching? He used parables. So when we're dreaming, it's like the people and the and the uh, things that are in our dreams are like symbols. Mm. I I think you or somebody recently was we were talking about dreams and somebody said that the reason God uses symbols and dreams and and things like that is cuz he's trying to get past our defenses. You know, we all have our arguments, right? Our head, you know, our head is your brain is a wonderful thing, but it's also the source of all your arguments and all your objections and all your doubts and all your fears. So God, if he's trying to get in a message into our lives, it's a hard job for God, I think, because our brains are sometimes in places that they're not supposed to be. So what he does is he just drops this thing into us as we dream. And it's like, it's like he throws a grenade, you know, down into our spirit and it explodes and we just have to deal with it and we have to think deeply. But it got over the wall. It got over the you know, the defense mechanisms that we all have in our mind and our doubts and our fears and all of that. And dreams can be so powerful. Okay, two quick questions, because uh, we're running out of time. This is so interesting. One is a lot of people will ask these two questions. Number one, how do I know my dream is from God? And number two, how do I interpret a dream? So let's take it one at a time. Kathy, how does a person know What's advice, just practically speaking? Say they had a dream, you know. How do you know that, hey, I think that dream is from God? What do you tell people? Well, I go to 2 Timothy. This is just one scripture, 3, 16 through 17. It says that all scripture is given by God, by inspiration of God. If it's profitable, pr- profitable in doctrine, mm-hmm. if it's for reproof, for correction, or instruction and righteousness, because it says that we should be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. Mm. So if it goes along with the principles of God's word, it's not something weird outside of God's word, then we know that it's from God. We have to line it up against the word of God. It has to pass a test. So if I have a dream that Jesus Christ did not die for my sins, then I know that's not a dream from God. Right, Right, right. Okay. And what was the second question? So the other one, and this is really practical, um, is if I have a dream, what do the different symbols mean? Like what what does it mean? I saw a car, I saw a river, I was in a bus. You know, you have resources that you've, and, and people can maybe look for these resources on the internet, but what are some tools that you use when you go to interpret a dream? Well, I look at the different symbols that are kind of uh, in those scriptures that you'll see it one, two, three, or four times. Mm -hmm. A car could mean somebody's ministry or something they do for a living. Mm -hmm. If you're in your car and you're dreaming about your car, it could be that God's speaking to you about your ministry or the business that you have. Usually water Mm -hmm. or a river, like the river of God, the fountain of God. We know that that's the Holy Spirit. Okay. Say, for example, if you're swimming in a river, that's a beautiful thing because you're swimming in the things of God. Right, right. 
So if you have maybe a dream that's involving a wolf or a, a mean animal, maybe that's a demon. I mean, these are just things that you, you kind of pick up over, over time. But, but also, if people go on the Internet, they can find... Now, watch out for the New Agey ones because there's a lot of books on interpreting dreams on the Internet. But a lot of them are not from a biblical standpoint. Right. I would get the ones that are based on the Bible. Bible-based dream symbol books. And there's a, a few good ones out there. And if you get a few of them and check a few of them, you're kind of safe. And then, of course, the most important book, if you're trying to interpret your dream, is the Bible. Right. So if if you have a dream about fruit, look up fruit scriptures. If you have a the dream... The fruit of the Spirit. Exactly. If you have a dream about rivers or or whatever, start with the Bible. What is that image or picture in the Bible? Right. A house would be building your house on the sand or building your house. He's talking about a, a your, person there or he's talking life. about your household. Yeah. Yeah. Your family, your Trees. life. Yeah. What did God talk about? Who did he talk about being a tree? Right. right. We're like trees. Mm -hmm. So a person would be, he's talking about you. Now there's a pretty interesting rule about dreams and that is the dream is for the dreamer so sometimes people will say well hey i had a dream about you know so and so i want to give them this message but a, but a lot of times your dream you know your dream is not for your neighbor god is speaking usually the the rule is yeah, that there are exceptions there right? are exceptions but he's speaking to you a person that you dream about for example, a pastor would be a symbol of God mm -hmm. or God's authority if you have a dream about your pastor. Or they say that, which makes sense, your pastor's wife would be the church mm -hmm. because we are the bride of Christ. Right. It's, it's, a, it's a language. Here's the deal, guys. Whether you're a leader or whether you're just learning about dreams or, or whatever it is, dreams are a language. It's like Chinese or anything. There are meanings behind the symbols, like letters that you would write out. And God's trying to download things. So if you don't understand the language of dreams, you need to bone up on it and study up on it because it's quite amazing that God does have this Holy Spirit language uh, where he speaks to us of dreams. And I would say, you know, the Bible is your greatest guide in understanding what you dream. And of course, pray about what you've dreamed and say, Lord, you know, I don't want to be deceived. Are you speaking to me? Are you are you speaking to me? So I want to ask you, Kathy, if you'll pray to release dreams on people and pray for people that are listening to the uh, podcast today that that may just really be looking for guidance. They need direction. They need God's help that God will not only speak to them through the scriptures as he did to every patriarch and the apostles and all the characters of the Bible he spoke through dreams. Pray that pray that we will open up and learn, you know, the language of, uh, of dreams. Will you do that? Sure. All right, let's pray. Lord, we just come to your table today, and you've provided so many great things on your table. Everything that's in heaven belongs to us. You told us, pray, your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And I just pray for heaven to come down to the leaders that are listening to this podcast today. I pray, Lord, that 
they would believe what you say in your word, that you speak every day, that you speak. In Job, it says, God speaks once, yes, twice, and in a dream and in a vision of the night when sleep falls upon man while slumbering in their beds. Mm. So, Father, I just pray that as this scripture says, that you would open the ears of men. Father, that you would open up what you have for them in the way of guiding them and directing them in their ministries and in their churches and to the missionaries who are listening. Father, I just pray that you yes, would open Lord. up directions. Some yes, are wondering yes, if they're supposed to go to a country or stay here or go there. Father, I just pray that you would speak to them yes, Lord. right in their beds, Lord, as they're laying there, as, as you have their undivided attention. I just pray that you would speak to them. And I just pray for the peace of God that passes understanding. You also said that you guide us with your peace. So, Father, I just pray for your people right now during this mm. rough moment that you would just guide your people yes. with your peace, the peace of God that passes understanding. Lord, we thank you that all day, in the morning, the noon, the night, every, every minute of every day, you want to speak to your children. You love us. You want to have a relationship with us. And, Lord, I just thank you for that. I thank you for guiding your children. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. That's a good prayer. And I pray along with Kathy that, you know, your life will be filled with revelation, not just dreams, but as you read the Bible and as you talk and fellowship with people, that the lights will just come on, you know, through. God has a lot of ways of, of communicating and dreams are really one of them. And I love having this conversation about what your dreams may be telling you. Now, Kathy, people may want to connect with you on social media. Would you like to be their friend on Instagram or Facebook? Please <laughs> Ask me to be your friend on Facebook and on Instagram. And I would love to see your stories. And if you have kids, pictures of your kids and oh, yeah. pictures of your friends and even the goofy stuff that you do. I want to see that. <laughs> and if you're friends with Kathy and me, I'd love to be your friend as well on Facebook. Uh, my my Instagram handle, what is my Oh, it's Pastor of Gateway, at Pastor of Gateway on Instagram. And on Facebook, you can find me, David Canis Tracy. If you want to see pictures of our kids and our lunch and know what we're thinking, <laughs> you can join us online. We'd love to We'd love to have you. And I look forward to connecting with you, my listener, again on the Gateway Leadership Podcast. I think we should keep the conversation uh, going about leadership. Leadership is hard and we need support and we need direction. So that's our vision. And we want to help you lead in every area of life. If you have a leadership question or a comment or an idea, for the Gateway Leadership Podcast, send us a note at info at gccsj.com. Let us know what your thought is, your question, your suggestion. We'd love to take a look at that, and maybe you'll even influence and shape future episodes of this podcast. I'd also like for you to subscribe and share Gateway Leadership Podcast. It's our thing. We want to share it with a lot of people, so help us out by putting the word out on Facebook and Instagram. Until the next time that we're together, keep leading and moving forward. And remember, you are inspiring, transformed lives. Thank you for listening to the Gateway Leadership Podcast with David Kings Tracy, inspiring you to lead in every area of life. We'll be releasing a new episode every month. 
so be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Gateway City Church is one church that meets in multiple cities. To find us or to learn more, visit mygatewaycity.church. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you right here next month.